This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome back to Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, and insights from the people that book the movies. I'm Cody, and with me are Kyle and Ken. Hello. Mortal Kombat! (laughs) (laughs) We're there. We got big release again. Yeah. Nice, nice big wide release. Oh my gosh, guys. It was so good. I can't wait to talk about it later. <laughs> was it good? It was so good, Kyle. Mm. I don't know what movie you were watching, but I was watching Same one Blood, as you. Shed, Mayhem, Gore, <laughs> and Justice being served. Maybe not enough. We're going to. With a spike through the heart. It's <laughs> we're awesome. Gonna, we're going to rank the three Mortal Kombats one, two, three <laughs> later, in the, <laughs> later in the podcast. Does it matter? Annihilation <laughs> is definitely three. They're all tied for second. Right. <laughs> versus the one they're going to make eventually that's going to be good i'm gonna go with the first one as the number one this one is number two annihilation is three but we'll get into that later for my justification for that there's a little tease folks now you yeah. have to listen you have to now listen you don't have to listen because cody just <laughs> spilled the beans no i gotta tell you why I gotta justify it all right we can't yeah. wait <laughs> so we've got a, a pretty jam-packed podcast for you guys this week um not a lot of business on the business front, although there's a few updates. We just got talk Mortal Kombat <laughs> and some trailers and some other fun stuff. Yeah. So let's get into the boring business part of this. Um, upcoming release schedule changes. What do you got for me, Kyle? Uh, we got Downton Abbey 2 from Focus coming out December 22nd of this year. Pinky's no. up, everybody. When in doubt, <laughs> Pinky's out. <laughs> How? Is that what they say on the show? That's what SpongeBob says. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. I, all I learned, I learned from SpongeBob, <laughs> I guess. Anyways, who knew that a Downton Abbey 2 was just even in the works? Not me. I just feel like this announcement came out of nowhere. Is I was like, a, what? Another one? Is this a pandemic movie? Maybe. Were they like, bored? May, may, and they I mean, they got stuck in a big house, so they're like, let's make Down Abbey 2. I mean, you might as well. First it's, one, not yeah. like, it's not like there's a lot of stuff you need to do in these movies, right? No. You can stand apart. They're six feet apart from each other. No, it's one set. Yeah. <laughs> one giant set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one manor. <laughs> one camera. It's like they're using multiple camera angles in these movies. I'm, yeah, maybe they'll just move the one camera around at, yeah, they at just, some point. They're British. They just do it again. I mean, that, <laughs> it'll be a great family film to play at Christmas. That's really exciting. No, it's an excellent fit. I yeah. mean, the first one did well in most of the locations that we played it in, and it's a good Christmas movie. Yeah, it, but it had the TV show. The first one had the TV show to like prop it up. This just feels like it came out of nowhere. No, well, it now came, has a it's movie a and a show to yeah. come after out. the first yeah. one. I hope it's enough to prop it up. I'm sure it will. The fans are, the fans seem to be diehards, and I'm sure when they heard this news, they're going to be just as, as excited as they were the first time. I, yeah, Little yeah. Women did great two Christmases ago, and when was the last time they did that? The 1800s? <laughs> yeah. When it actually happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, then what else we got? And then Sony announced that they have a movie coming out in December uh, around Christmas time as well called A Journal for Jordan. Uh, It will be coming out in L.A. and New York December 10th first, but then it will become a wide release December 22nd. Yep, trying to hit that Christmas corridor. Right. Finally, a movie about his airness. (laughs) (laughs) The... Jordan. MJ for the win. Uh maybe? I don't know what this movie's about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know either, but Thanks. I'm glad that Sony is announcing something early and hopefully they get on those marketing assets a little sooner than 30 days beforehand. Sure, sure. 
30 days. I thought we just got them this week. We did. We did. <laughs> for here today. For here. Yeah. Yeah. Those are one of those fun Sony surprises. We're They're two like, weeks we out. have a film. <laughs> yeah. We're two weeks out. <laughs> well, that's, it's bad. But what, we will talk about the trailer for that, though, later in the podcast. It's true. Cause it's it, true. <laughs> it was fun. And we finally got this it. This is not a lie. This is actually going to happen. Um. So, yeah, not a lot changing on the release schedule. Things seem to be sticking for now. Not a lot of new stuff being um, announced, but that's because it's pretty full slate. So we'll, we just got to get going. Got to get started. As far as any booking strategies that I have... I just wanted um, everybody to be aware that while there has been a lot of publicity around Demon Slayer, a lot of enthusiasm for this film, it was a select theater only booking that Funimation came to the theaters and pre-chose what they wanted ahead of time and that they stuck to a pretty small print count. Um, They they, use, they say they use some analytics to sh- see where the anime crowd fan base was, and then they picked locations in those areas. They do have a history of knowing where these types of films work. Um, they did Super Broly and My Hero Academia. So they do have a track record, and if you didn't play those, chances are you weren't going to play this one. So I just want to remind people that this is still an anime film. It's rated R. It's dubbed or subtitled are the only versions. And it is definitely a subgenre of of movie that has a rabid fan base, don't get me wrong, but is not mainstream in the slightest. So Yeah, it was one of those situations that they came to you. They told you what locations they were willing to play. They if want, you requested yeah. additional locations... They were willing to step away from the table with the original locations. <laughs> yeah, they were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want these movies? This yeah. movie? <laughs> they wanted a premium ticket price, so I mean, it was more. It was really created as an event, front-loaded film. So the, yeah, there's a lot of pre-sales. It, they're talking about it rivaling Mortal Kombat this weekend. I don't think it will. Um, if you go to SilverScreenInsider.com, you can see what My Hero Academia and Super Broly did just pre-pandemic when things were really good they they only topped out at like 30 million dollars so these are not big grossing films i think what's happening is the perception is that it's greater than maybe what it is it was a huge film in japan i think it's their highest grossing film ever but that doesn't always translate to the american film market there is going to be a lot of interest i'm not saying it's not going to be big and for the people that got it the pre-sales are astronomical but Overall, I don't think this will work a lot of places. It just you're just not distracted by having the other normal films that you would have at this time of year, and so it may, it's elevating this one above the rest. Or the terms, which are the highest we've seen in yeah. sixteen months. Yeah, the terms are easily the highest we've seen for a really long time mm-hmm. since Star Wars. <laughs> That seems like a long time ago. <laughs> Remember Star Wars? Yeah. Remember we used to play Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's just, that's wild that the terms are that high. I had no idea it was yeah. like that. I mean, they're not Star Wars high, but they're up there. But they're up there. Yeah. They're up yeah. there. They're, they're, they're playing not, the same sport. Yeah. <laughs> they are not pandemic Cl- terms. Clearly, by any they're means. in the same league. They're on, they're on deck. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I just wanted to remind everybody that the Oscars are this weekend. Woohoo! Remember those too? Yeah. Remember the 
awarding the best in filmmaking for the last year. Mm-hmm. Whatever mm-hmm. that is, whatever <laughs> movies came out. Right. Yep. So, Gold. <laughs> now, I know that NATO is going to push a big um, back to the cinemas campaign with the Oscars. Um, but I'm like, who's going to watch this? Who's going to tune into this? I know that ABC said all their ad buys were sold out, but who cares this year? Who's it? Who's I'm not interested in this the, at all. Who's involved with the campaign? What? Did you, was there, there was some celebrity that was involved with Oh, the, Matthew McConaughey is involved with right, it. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, he's <laughs> launching that early political career of his. <laughs> right, he's trying to get, uh, become what, governor of Texas, Texas or something? Yeah. Of well, course I mean, he is, yeah. Not yeah. officially yet, but. Well, no, not official, but. I hope that's his slogan. Not official? No. Or all, oh, yeah, I'm an idiot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, why would that be? Is like, yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Carry on. It's what funny. I love about Texas is I get older and she stays the same. <laughs> McConaughey for governor. Oh my gosh. Is Honestly, this... I think the majority of the voters would be like, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Arnold did it. Yeah. And Arnold's not even from California. Ex- exactly. <laughs> like, it, yeah, it, it's it's craziness out there. But uh, anyway, what are we talking about again? Speaking, Oscars. Speaking politics. Yeah. <laughs> the down and dirty world of politics. It's Oscar season. <laughs> this weekend, there's, there, I don't even know all the nominations. that I, I just don't remember who got nominated. I know Nomadland was slated to win. Minari was a good contender. Promising Young Woman. But I couldn't tell you what the other nominations were after that. I just can't remember. Literally every single thing nominated is on a streaming service and i'm pretty sure most people don't realize it like it's so easy these this year to you know actually watch academy award nominated films unlike Uh past years like because they're just so limited usually but even still even despite it actually being easier on streaming like no one cares yeah i don't think any. it's ironic and i love it and this time of year, they usually, we start playing them in theaters and they sneak back into the top 10. Right, because yeah. they Oscars are usually in February. Yeah. Yep. Parasite last year was in the top five, I think, a couple of weeks mm-hmm. yep. before and then after. <laughs> Probably yeah. 1917. But this one, I don't think we have, yeah. this year, I don't think we have any of the nominees in the top 10. Not now. <laughs> Not right I now, don't know. which is crazy. It's hard to say where they were at when they were actually wide, at the wide point, but we were so knee deep in pandemic that I yeah they just the, didn't gross anything to right. make it but just recently the green books yeah. and parasites of the world snuck back up the the rankings and mm-hmm. and made a bulk of their money after after the nominations and during the runs yeah i think the nomination stuff definitely helped green book parasite parasite too yeah yeah, yeah it parasite, parasite. For sure. <laughs> yeah. it bumped up shape of water that year but i don't I don't know. Usually the runs are kind of done by then and you might see a little post Oscars bump if they win, but you, yeah. you don't see a lot usually, but there was a good, there was a lot of good word of mouth. I, I feel like with Parasite, it was the run up to the Oscars that was getting the most traction. Not this year. No, <laughs> nothing to talk about this year, but I just want to remind everybody and we will have the winner's checklist on silverscreeninsider.com. It's our, usually our SSI checklist and our news feed. So um, we'll have have the winners, and um, if you want, you can bring one of those films. During it, (laughs) (laughs) trying the winners. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Throw away Oscar year. Yeah, we do have assets for some uh, movies, such as Nomadland and Promising Young Woman, when it comes to awards type stuff as well. In case you do want to promote it, 
uh, that's, you know, yeah. of course, you still should if you feel like you have a good location to do that and it will work out. So we have that those available as well on the website. Awards type stuff, you say. Awards type stuff. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then big news, big, big, big news. The SVOG portal is going to open back up on Saturday. Oh, really? That's awesome. <laughs> Yay. Fireworks. Saturday. SVOG noon, portal noon open. Eastern. Eastern. Yep. So, Eastern. <laughs> um, so SBA has a, a new application. So it doesn't look like the old application. They've... They've added a few more questions to it, and they really cleaned up. What I noticed was they really cleaned up the um, proposed budget uh, section, but they also added information. They want more information about your organization. So they they do want your EIN numbers. You They want your Duns and Bradstreet numbers. They want your NAICS codes. They want to know which 2019 tax form did you file with the IRS. They want to know the date your business began operation if it was open prior to um january 1st of of they says 1921 but i think they mean 2021 <laughs> oh my gosh please what? just select one one nineteen twenty one. i think that's a typo i did yeah. i did oh. download this from sba so oh no <laughs> It opens on Saturday, you say? We're a legacy business. Maybe that <laughs> isn't a mistake. Maybe that really, like... No. Maybe they're giving more preferential treatment to those Broadway live venues. They were probably open since well, before then. Like seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> they're the and, rising to the top. And seven of them are still kicking it. Yeah. Uh, what else? We'll Back when that. we can, we're converting to talkies. <laughs> they uh, they want to know applicant information, and they want to know who's the authorized representative. So, remember all those authorized forms you had to get uh, notarized for that representative. You probably need to upload that as well. Um, any other changes that I noticed? They really did clean up uh, the gross earned revenue tables, and it just makes it a lot easier to fill fill that stuff in. So. When I printed it in letter size, the application was 15 pages. So, is that more or less than the last? I think time? it's more. More. It okay, feels, that checks it out. It feels like significantly more yeah. than last time. Last time was only a couple pages. It felt like, but um, a lot of yes, no applications, and then a lot of file uploads. So it's going to be about the same process. I know NATO is having a webinar later today probably about this time when the podcast airs um, on Friday going over the application. But by the time anybody hears this and over the weekend, the application process will be open. So I can't believe that government workers are going to work on a Saturday to get this thing open. Do Uh, they not know that that's like the busiest day for movie theaters? Like what theater has time? Even during the day to sit around and do this on a Saturday. I'm just surprised they're working on a Saturday in general. Yeah. <laughs> Make time. Make time. But yay. Get that SVOG money. Get it. Get it now. Yeah. Get that let's money, hope, man. Let's hope this portal works. Um, try to get in as quickly as you can, I guess. Yeah. they. I heard a rumor that there was something like 20,000 applicants when it crashed last time. Yeah. If you think about yeah. one applicant per movie theater there's something like six thousand movie theaters in the u.s 
That tells you a lot about who's applying, not theaters. <laughs> and they should. I mean, they should. <laughs> they Even if every, should. every single theater applied, mm-hmm. that leaves like 15,000 other applicants for these live venues. I, I mean, the the volume of that is just staggering to me. Because we yeah. just keep thinking of, about SVOG in context of theaters and our industry, and we're like, SBA should be able to handle that. It, yeah, it is a, like for a wider range of other venues outside of movie theaters, for sure. Yeah, live live venues and museums, yeah. and there's so many of those. We really are in our own little bubble, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> I like our bubble. I like it. It's a good community. Bloop, sure. Bloop, bloop. Um, okay, so... SVOG portal. I don't have any new details on it. Uh, go download that. There is a new FAQs on the SBA site. Download it. Figure out what's a little different. Prepare, 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 and be ready to execute tomorrow, people. Saturday. Game day. This podcast is being recorded on Friday. Saturday is the day. We wish you luck. Saturday. Uh, sorry. Saturday, the 24th of April. I should be very specific. It's that Saturday. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor. This yeah. isn't just coming out on any old Friday. No. It's coming out Friday 23rd. Yes. And, and then tomorrow would be 24th. Right. That's how calendars work. But if you're listening to this into the future, looking back on this it's dark, too late. dark pre- no, you should still S- do it. pre-SVOG time, know that we were just finding the light. <laughs> <laughs> A mark in history. Who would have thought? Yes. <laughs> Well, we're back real quick. We want to slightly interject. We literally just left recording this podcast and not two seconds after we got out, we found out that SBA has changed the date of the portal opening to Monday, April 26th. (laughs) I guess they really didn't want to work on a Saturday after all. Yeah, it's both surprising and not surprising. I feel like that's the motto that we keep saying about all this stuff at this point. So Mm -hmm. we know that we are preaching that that Saturday, the 24th, is the date for it to happen. Forget that we said that. It's now going to be Monday, the 26th. Yeah, at 12 p.m. Eastern. Yes, but make sure everything is prepared in regards to having all the information that you need for this Mm -hmm. portal, but the date is different now. It just changed. Um, It's now on the 26th that Monday. Luckily we were still within the office when it changed so we could come back and record, but it's just very frustrating. They sent out text messages and emails for the Friday date. Oh no. (laughs) Like so. For the Saturday date. Or for the Saturday date. Yeah. And, and now Five, after five o'clock on sat on Friday, they're changing the date again to Monday, and I get it. It should have probably been Monday all the time. Who would have who would have done a Saturday date? But we were going with it, SBA. We were going with it because that's what you said, and the shit show that you have going on right now <laughs> is just beyond pale. So Monday, April twenty sixth, twelve p.m. SVOG grant applications will the portal will be open. They will start accepting them. Uh, yes. So we just wanted to let you guys know, don't want to keep having the wrong information, but again, just to be clear of what we said previously, make sure all that information that we described earlier is available for you for this portal. The Mm -hmm. date is just different. It's now Monday, uh, April 26th. Yep. At 12 PM Eastern. Yep. So we shall proceed with the rest of the podcast. Yes. Good luck. So when you get your funds, we got to think about the summer slate. It's going to be jam-packed, but there's always time for summer kit shows. They're coming back? They're coming back, and I wanted to talk a little bit about them. The bane of every film buyer's existence. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I, yeah. 
I put so many kid show dates in, it's crazy. But the programs are great. So if you're not familiar with the summer kid show program, it's um, it's great. You we do a lineup of theaters. We pick a day during the week or a couple days, and we offer discounted kid shows. So they're usually animated. Um, and we try to target the ticket price for $2 and or less, but you could, but $2 is definitely the kind of the target price. And then you add a kid's pack in there for $5 or you do, um, a single ticket, say like a $10 ticket and you get to go see all of them. And that works out too. So there's a couple different pricing schemes, but the point is, is you get, uh, a cheaper ticket and a nice kid's pack in the concession stand and you target your marketing for these towards daycares, day camps, um, activity centers for kids. Because in this year, unlike previous years in the past, they're going to have double the budget. I mean, if we remember last summer, nobody got to do anything. And so all of the camps activity budget for last year is rolled over into this year. And so they're going to be looking for activities and they just need something that is easy that gets kids out of the hot weather or the elements and that only takes a couple hours and that, you know, doesn't cost a lot. So we are recommending that everybody try to do a summer kid show program, even though a lot of the movies are stuff you played last summer as regular programming, because there's just going to be a pent up demand for it this year and a lot more resources devoted to it. So it's a good, a good, um, idea to implement one of them. We've had a lot of success. A lot of communities really appreciate it sometimes. And I hate saying this, but sometimes that is the only movie kids get to go see are these summer kid shows. And I've heard that a lot from communities. So they're important and you want to make sure that those kids get in there and develop their movie going habits. Um, yeah, there's packages from Warner Brothers, Paramount, Sony, and Universal. Right. Disney available. doesn't allow their um, their films to be part of kid show series. They never have. So last year they they ran some, you know, packages, but because it was pandemic and there was nothing else. So and just plan on um, Universal's got some great packages. A little on the spendy side, we're coming to find out. Sony it has a, their normal package stuff that you'll see year after year. Just to note, they're not allowing Hotel Transylvania or Peter Rabbit. So none of the Hotel Transylvania movies or Peter Rabbit. And that's because they've got new movies coming out. So we're going to want to play their new movies. So that makes sense. Are there any titles that you're allowed to say um, to like tease like what can be available? Oh, yeah. Just like, all the new releases. Um, you can do anything from like Minions and Scene and Despicable Me series on, from Universal. Cruise, New Age. Yeah, Trolls. Trolls World Tour. Yep. Universal's got Movies that from stuff. this decade. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, and then uh, Paramount's got Playing With Fire and Sonic um, in a drive. Uh, Dora the Explorer. What was it? In the City Dora of the Gold? Ex- yeah. The Explorer? Lost City of Gold. Lost City of Gold. Oh, Thank you. Okay. They've got that one. Um, and then Sony has uh jumanji and spider-man spider into the spider-verse yep. oh not the other marvel spider-mans they have the spider-man and the spider-verse one the the new animated one yeah, yeah the new animated one so there's a lot of good stuff to pick from from there um and they all come on a drive which which is great you really want to s- worry about a combo drive oh warner i should say mention warner's has the lego movies so uh, oh okay that's a that's a good and they're all on one drive too so yeah. that's good lego smallfoot storks mm-hmm. 
lots of cute choices. Yeah, but the Lego ones are what's on our drive together. Mm-hmm. I think you save, you want to think about saving costs and shipping by getting one of these combo drives, uploading everything, and then just having having it all pre-programmed and set up. Um, we usually do it, you can do it as little as once a day. I have some theaters that do it four days a week, you know, at 10 a.m., matinee is always dedicated and in a couple sometimes a couple screens like they can get really popular but you don't have to do it that much at least one day and one screen usually a early matinee and if you're worried about what you have on on screen you can do it before your regularly scheduled normal hours and do something special for the community that way yep you can you open start a little out early at, start out at 10 everybody's out by noon and then you've got four hours to clean that auditorium before <laughs> the kids. before your regular schedule starts yeah what's that smell be what pre- is that sticky thing be prepared for that too <laughs> i mean but it is a huge benefit to the community it is and it's something we do every single year but this year i'm really really pushing it not because i'm excited about the content because it really is stuff we're playing, we've really played to death, but mm-hmm. just the opportunity and that idea that there's a lot more resources out there this year for it. And bringing people back. You've yeah. got to reintroduce everybody to the theater experience. Which right. would be way better than trying to reintroduce people last year. I mean, things are starting to become, things seem to be looking up, um, mm-hmm. becoming you know safer for more and more people to come back to theaters. Um, so this will definitely be like a good summer to be able to show like, we know that we said last year was safe, but this time for sure it's safe. It's safe. <laughs> we really want to target the kids and yeah. just get that movie-going habit established early. Get back to the community. Just like the cigarette industry. Yeah. <laughs> We're peddling the movies Start to the youngsters. <laughs> okay. Exactly like that. Yes. All right. From one the more, 70s. <laughs> one more piece of business, and then we get to the good stuff. Okay. Is September going to be crowded for theaters? Kyle, Ken, what are your thoughts? There was an article about it. Let's see. What do we agree with here? Well, yes, in the in the fall, September, October, there is going to be a lot of movies. It mm-hmm. just depends on if studios will allow that and will want to move uh, product back or maybe forward if they're you know willing to. Intent, guys, that would be awesome. But um, yeah, it seems like the slate right now is going to be uh, pretty good, at least mm-hmm. for the fall. Um, the article that she's referring to is that studios are nervous about the slate. Uh, in September and October being so full that I guess, you know, they studios enjoy competition, but they don't want too much competition. Right. Meanwhile, movie theaters are probably popping bottles because they're actually, you know, getting a lot of stuff to play and yeah. that'll be good for them. But so, yeah, it's good for theaters, but obviously the studios aren't. Do you have an idea what's coming it. out? I know that Venom, I think, comes out in October. I think up. Um... Well, we have Candyman at the yeah. end of August for sure. I believe after that we're going to be having the Venom movie. Ken's pulling up the or release is Venom schedule in September. for me. No, Venom is in September. I think at the oh. end of September. But we it's, also have you know, like Dune, it a... No Time to Die in October. Yeah, the James um, Bond in October is going to be huge. Yeah, September. Beginning of September we have the Shang-Chi movie, which we'll talk about the trailer in a moment. Yeah. Uh, we don't Marvel. know We don't know what the release plan for that is, and I don't think Disney does either. We don't know if it's right. day and date. With Disney Plus, Disney Plus exclusive, or the- theatrical exclusive. We don't know what they're doing with That's that. That's a good point. So maybe hold out on that one. Yeah. But it, it is there right now. Um, what, what else do you what got, What do you got, Ken? Ken? You ready for the big list? Yes. yes. Which is found out on SilverScreenInsider.com. Download the scoreboard. August new releases, wide releases. Suicide Squad, Don't Breathe 2, Free Guy, Respect, Bios, Paw Patrol, Candyman, The Beatles Get Back, Reminiscence, 
September, Shang-Chi, Malignant, Boss Baby, Boss Dear Baby. Evan Hansen, Many Saints of Newark, Infinite, Venom. Venom? Well, see, September doesn't feel that crowded. August felt very crowded. There was a lot of A titles in August. October is the one that I think they're yeah. really looking at because it's Dune and Adam's Family 2 on the same week, followed by No Time to Die, followed by Halloween Kills, followed by Ooh. you know four new releases that following week yeah october stacked up with we've got Is, three a titles in the first or four a titles in the first three weeks of yeah <laughs> october i do yeah think- october is gonna be an issue yeah well to the film companies i want to say when <laughs> deal with it Right. Yeah, it's your fault. You kept yeah. moving all the stuff around the release schedule and packing it in and packing it in at the end. I mean, Good. it did. It could have been spread out, and we we could still afford to have something now. Like you, May is wide open still. Oh, as a as a film buyer, do you have room next Friday to open uh, an A plus title? Oh, I have so much room. It's yeah. not even funny. I would give it three, four, five screens. Who yeah. knows? Like if somebody somebody I'd offered be you, desperate for I don't it. Know. Pick, pick a title. Um, even a Halloween, Halloween Kills. Would you open that next week? Yeah. <laughs> um, Adam's Family Two. Would you open next week? Oh my gosh, a kids movie. We really need a kids movie. <laughs> yes, I would definitely yeah. take Adam's a Family Two. A movie that nobody understands called BIOS with uh, Tom Hanks. Oh, shut up! You take it. <laughs> I don't no, know you what have it is. To. You have to take it. Have Who cares? It. it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I do. It. It's not like I'm with without product. Yeah, but we need... That one didn't sound like an A title. It's got Tom Hanks. It's an A-plus title. We've already discussed this. Universal will cul- try and make that I an know, A No, he's title. a cultural treasure, but... He's an American hero. He is an American hero. Sacrificed so much for our entertainment he, pleasures. He caught COVID for all of us. He did. And then he, <laughs> then he streamed it, so we'd know what the symptoms were. <laughs> he did give us the heads up there. Yeah. No, I, I think Ken nailed it on the head. Like, pretty much the article is just letting... The studios kind of complain about their own doing. Yeah, their own mistakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's it's frustrating. But meanwhile, theaters, regardless on what movie works or doesn't work, it's a packed schedule. Like it looks like what summer should be, but it's just starting in September or yeah. end of August. Like it's yeah. August looks great. September's a little weak, so a couple of those could move up. And then October is going to be so strong. November is going to be strong. The Christmas, the holiday corridor is going to be fantastic. I mean, I still. Hopefully it plays out that way. I still yeah. wouldn't be shocked if studios are going to move stuff. Oh, they're definitely going to move stuff back. We're talking about this, but it's all going to change. Yeah. So I don't know why studios are even coming to. Because you know what I should do? Yeah, order wants to put it out in the ether so that when they move these, everybody's like, see, I told you we were going to move them. See, yeah. we warned you. We had to move things. When? <laughs> you know what I should do is I should just put them on my booking sheets so that they're guaranteed to move. Because anytime I put anything in the future, it disappears somehow. I mean, I guess at this point, don't do it for the most recent stuff, but do it for, you know, some of those tiles that don't look like a material, you know? Maybe yeah. we'll see what happens. We'll see what get. We'll filter those out a little bit and we'll have a better schedule. Yeah. Yeah. I that, have the power. That article just made me roll my eyes and have a good laugh about it. But it's, it's not surprising that they're you know, talking ab- about this and saying that there's too much competition at this point. Like, they do want these movies to be successful, but theaters are like, yes, please, like, give us, keep everything the way it is. Like, this is going to be perfect, especially when things are almost mostly normal at that point. Yeah. Exciting. <laughs> now, trailer time. Let's talk about trailers. Oh, we, okay. Yep. 
So one of those films <laughs> yep, yep, was Shane yep, yep. Chi. What do we think of the trailer, guys? I liked it. I surprisingly really liked it too. Yeah. I am just in a mood for fighting movies. <laughs> I am not usually that's not my go to. I'm usually like a comedy lover. Mm-hmm. But I I want blood, gore, and fighting. And not I'm not gonna get in Shane Chi. There's gonna be a lot of punching and no blood, but Right. But mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. It just yeah, it's it, Marvel, so literally no one dies in the entire yeah. film. <laughs> yeah. But it's gonna have awesome special one effects. One guy gets paralyzed but then gets an Iron Man suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um it's gonna have, you know, everything that we're familiar with with Marvel probably, but at least it looks interesting. It looks yeah. different. Like it's gonna be in a new uh, it's going to be like in a different country. It's going to have, you know, different fighting styles um, in all Asian cast, which, you know, I think shows that like people are willing to, you know, not always see like a white superhero. Like well, they want to see, you know, different characters uh, yeah. being portrayed by, you know, people that, you know, are like them, but, you know, just ha- are a different race. So, mm-hmm. yeah, sign me up for this. I really enjoyed what I saw out of this trailer. Oh, I, I was excited. And I haven't been super enthusiastic about marvel lately i've kind of kyle and i had a conversation about this with the concept of disney plus how i'm just not excited to watch any of the marvel stuff on there i just feel like i'm over it the characters are done for me i i want to move on this one got me intrigued i was excited about shane chi but um as far as like the wandavision and the winter soldier and falcon and i just i don't care I don't care about any of that anymore. I'm, sure. I'm yeah. really not into that concept of the universe anymore. For me, you know, I just was able to get everything I would need and more out of Endgame. Is, and now I just, post Endgame, I'm just at the point where I'm like, yeah, you can do whatever you want. It'll look good for me. Like, sign me up. Like, I'll be entertained by it. So See, I'm not even like a, I have no enthusiasm. This I one, get it, though. This one got me excited, but nothing else is made me be like i need to see that like my fandom of it has definitely calmed down since i you know first got in onto this podcast for sure but you know it's just at this point they just have showcased to everyone like hey like we almost can do no wrong so whatever they throw at me such as shang chi which i know nothing about sure i'm in for it maybe that's why i'm interested in it because i know nothing about it and it's like it feels new and fresh to me yeah and i think that's the case for a lot of people who watch this but I don't know if every new character that comes along will will do that for me. I don't know. It's fair. Yeah. No, you have to nail every casting. And yeah. it was just so impressive that they did that for like sixteen of twenty films. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's never at I mean, Paul Rudd in a superhero movie? Nailed it. Nailed it. I mean Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk was was, was panned yeah. before it came out. Just and now everyone loves it. Absolutely destroyed. I mean, they had Edward Norton and Eric Bana that both <laughs> <laughs> flubbed it, and then here comes Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> remember to save the day. Remember Robert Downey Jr. being cast in the first place? That was considered a terrible idea by everyone, right. and now it's a stroke of genius. Yeah. Is can you think of not to change the topic, but can you think of a bad casting in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Somebody that you're like, mm, no. Uh, it just I'm gonna accept it because it's Marvel but I'd like to see somebody else I'd have to think really hard but the fact yeah. that I do have to think that hard means that they pretty much always nail it yeah I mean all their main characters I think they've nailed mm-hmm. and a lot of the secondary ones too yeah totally 
Hmm. And it mm. I, and it makes it e- and it just makes it easier mm. that now every single actor realizes how good these movies are and how successful that they, that they are. So what they're about, all just like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'll play whatever you character you what want. What about James Spader's Ultron? I liked his voice. You didn't love uh, didn't Brie like Larson. Her. I didn't love her. No, <laughs> I thought that she was, was a, a, she was a little wet blankety for me. I thought that was an issue with uh, the direction of the movie more yeah. than the actress. I feel like personally that too. I wouldn't but. call it a bad casting. Samuel yeah. Jackson. Oh, God, no. <laughs> come on, Ken. Let's be serious here yeah. for once. Come on, Ken. <laughs> this is a professional discussion. Don't throw out bombs just trying to make but yeah, hot take. Anyways, so I think <laughs> I think the point is, is that at this point, Marvel can do no wrong. They did no wrong with this trailer. Sign me up. I really hope it comes out in theaters because I don't want to see all the special effects on a little screen. I really don't. Agreed. Uh, what else do we got for trailers? Um, we got Here Today by Sony. So that is the film that's coming out next week. May 7th. May yep. 7th. Two no, weeks. two weeks. Next two week weeks is now. April yes. 30th. Then it's May 7th. So we got two weeks to mm-hmm. get the trailer programmed on and get it going. It had Billy Crystal and Tiffany Haddish in it. And it's kind of like an odd couple buddy film where, you know, he is a man a comedy writer suffering from i'm guessing dementia doesn't really come out and say in the trailer but he's is getting forgetful and um she i'm sure is going to be a down on her luck young lady a little wandering aimlessly and they kind of mesh up together and and help each other out but it looked it was a good pairing i I thought actually more uh, more so than i thought it would be only because their comedy styles are vastly different i would say um but no it seems with billy crystal like he did a great job not only with the acting but also with the directing and the directing of tiffany haddish and just making you know these two different comedians work so well together and i found the trailer more charming than i expected like i wasn't thinking Mm -hmm. too much of this movie and now i hope that actually plays a lot wider than like sony did with long weekend i hope it plays a lot wider because i think this could actually be you know something really good for people to see boom 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 it's not going super wide well <laughs> you could have at least given us hope yeah can, sorry you, you can... need to talk to the president of sony distribution give him a call it's not going super wide <laughs> <laughs> like tragically not going very wide well that's a bummer yeah, yeah well billy crystal would have been a draw 20 years <laughs> no, ago he's a... he's... I, I, mean... I like him because i love when harry met sally <laughs> Yeah, no, he's he, he got a new audience with Monsters Inc. Come on, <laughs> which was, was twenty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it was. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's too little, too late. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a nice film. Yeah. He's a great director. He did Sixty One, the Roger Maris series on HBO, which is beloved by baseball fans. But mm-hmm. it's just he's not the draw anymore. Yeah, like, Tiffany Haddish is the draw of this. Right. But even mm-hmm. still, I don't think, I think what she's doing here is just vastly different from yeah, what people are for, used to. Yeah. So I think it's not I for mean, her I, audience. Is it kind of like? Yeah, I don't know. Is it kind of like um, the upside in a way? Oh, where Kevin Hart kind of yeah. plays a more Was serious, like more role. serious role. Against, it could be. Uh, yeah. Against a like talented older actor. That's a good comparison. Yeah. Is this her upside? <laughs> is this I mean, her Oscar role? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, I thought they were good. My favorite scene in the trailer was at the end where 
he thought that because she stayed over that they did something. He, she's like, no, nah, I'd break you. <laughs> just loved that one. <laughs> you frail old man, I'd break you. <laughs> oh, I want to see it just for that part. Yeah. So put it out wide. Yeah, get it out there. Get it out there, Sony. Um, then the last one we got was The Conjuring 3. I really... The devil made me do it. I didn't, I didn't want to talk about this one because they, <laughs> they featured... I don't like horror and they featured a child, a little boy in it. And Mama's got a soft spot for little boys. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, that's came out bad, but I just don't like seeing little boys... I don't know. Be demonic. Harmed. Yeah. And Be harmed demonic in the forces. making of a movie. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm like, my babies. It's another one of these movies with Patrick Wilson in it, who is the least interesting person to ever look at. <laughs> yeah, but he kills it in these movies. He, it's just, yeah. he's, there's nothing. It's like, oh, yes, that is Patrick Wilson. That again. is a man. <laughs> I like the take on it. And it's an interesting um, demonic take. It, Yeah. I, I'm sure it'll do great. It'll be on Warner's day and date when it comes out with HBO Max. But, oof. oof. I just appreciate that it's not another Haunted House movie. Like, The Conjuring, yeah. the country, specifically The Conjuring movies, not the spinoffs, are pretty good movies. But, you know, it, they're both kind of Haunted House movies. And this third one, it's like a court procedural. Mm-hmm. And it still has, like, the flavors of, like, the other Conjuring movies in it still. So... I don't know. Like, I'm not too keen on seeing like this one, but at mystery. least, yeah, at least there's some more different mystery and some different aspects to it. Yeah. I like how um, they're back. It's not a spinoff in the universe because they still are the core of that Conjuring universe, that team. Yeah. Um, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga um, yeah. play the couple, the real life couple who like. Yeah. Where they get all the tapes of, from. They were Ghostbusters. They weren't yeah. Ghostbusters. I just can't. Paranormal. Um, investigators yeah. i don't know and eliminators and eliminators <laughs> yes well, that's their title <laughs> who are you gonna call paranormal <laughs> patrick <laughs> wilson <laughs> <laughs> and vera Fermicelli. <laughs> see the ring the ring on it it doesn't quite work as ghostbusters yeah but anyway those were the three big trailers but all up on silverscreeninsider.com yep that's where i watched them that's where I. That's where we all watch them. Well, you'd be surprised how many trailers come up in my social media feeds, and I'll be like, "Nope, skip that, skip that." I watch it on SSI. <laughs> the only place to watch them. I got loyalty. <laughs> Not so much loyalty. We watch. We 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 got HBO Max. People, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. What, Cody? We got HBO Max. No, so- we don't have a theater open to see Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. So, or or Godzilla versus Khan. So we got HBO Max. Hey, I watched. I went to a theater to see Godzilla. Yeah, no, Kyle definitely did. He drove out of town. It's a lot harder to do with children to go got, see a movie they, they can't see. They would have loved Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. We got HBO Max. We also bought fifteen dollars worth of tickets from an independently owned theater to balance it out. So Every it's a month, zero. We keep HBO it's a, Max. It's a zero sum game here. Yeah. We're playing. I got ridiculed on this podcast for having HBO. Not even saying okay. I liked it. Okay, just saying I have it. Let it fly. Let's and hear now it. these two come in saying, you know what? Just we'll, we'll break the rules just this one time, Kyle. But I I was strong though. I was strong for Godzilla. I waited to go see it in the theater. And I was gonna wait to go see Mortal Kombat in the theater too, but they convinced me. I know I was they so excited. They convinced me to see it with them on HBO Max. Not even with my. It could have been my account. 
but it was okay. with your own account. So, well, Asia- how about that? <laughs> Before we get into Mortal Kombat, because we did watch it and it was excellent, and we'll tell you why Kyle's wrong on all parts on this. Mm. Um, I gotta say, I out of all of the studios platforms, we did get we did buy one month of Paramount Plus because we wanted oh. SpongeBob for the kids, and that Camp Coral kids show is so cute. Even I didn't buy Paramount Plus. <sighs> there was nothing else on Paramount Plus besides SpongeBob, so that was an easy one month. Not yet. It was ninety nine cents. <laughs> yeah, it was the introductory one. Was it actually? Yes, yeah, that's it was ninety nine cents that's for hilarious. a month. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was the best dollar we ever spent. <laughs> it got so many hours of entertainment for the kids. I can shut up for multiple SpongeBob hours. Yeah. Kyle, you don't understand. For Peace dollar. and quiet for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. That was like the first dip our toe. I have resisted all of these. All oh, of them. you are down a slippery slope now. Then we we're like, oh, Godzilla versus Khan. We can't see it in a theater. Oh, Mortal Kombat. We can't see it in a theater. Let's, we'll get it and we'll, we'll time it so that we, and our, those two films fall in our month. Do you guys see that in the distance over there? That's a Disney Plus subscription <laughs> no, to see. No, <laughs> no. And then I found a TV show I really liked on it. And then Kyle... I found Birds of Prey. I watched yeah. that one. I was like, oh, this looks good. And I really enjoyed it. I it's watched good movie. Suicide Squad. I was like, oh, yeah, I do like all these. Oh, that is not a good movie. It mm. it was good. No. It I had was to so watch good. them alongside her. They're both shit movies. <laughs> Suicide Squad is. I'm glad, I'm glad they <laughs> no. did well in theaters. They're both giant pieces of trash. <laughs> Ken, Ken is wrong on this. They're very entertaining. I you are w- both watch wrong. them. Says, says I will the, watch them says, again. Says the woman who was like, Dark Knight really wasn't for me. Oh, <laughs> God, don't remind me. So many, com- when Eric was on this podcast with us, so many conversations trying to convince Cody that it's amazing. My, oh, and my just, Desert no. Island movie is Return of the Jedi. Yes, it still is. Oh, God. It still is. So That's good. my one and only. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So what did you think anyway. of Mortal Kombat? Okay. So I was r- super excited for Mortal Kombat. I, I, I'm telling you, I think it's coming out of this pandemic, all the stress, the watching our industry implode. I want bloodlust. She's ready to kick I some ass. I want to kick ass. I want to <laughs> see blood and gore, and I want to see justice served, and I want to see heroes rise, and I need it. I need it right <laughs> now. So this fulfilled a deep dark need in me to see guts ripped out and holes in people's body and i loved phrasing. it phrasing for all of that i tried so hard i tried so hard to keep a straight face kyle yeah. can you uh type that, type that entire rant up and just put it on the website <laughs> just in big block letters i just want to see holes in people <laughs> bodies i was thinking of that one scene in particular where you just see, you can see right through her and you just see her spine. And I'm like, this is glorious. I need more of this. Look at that woman's hole. <laughs> Cody, this is wildly inappropriate. <laughs> it is not inappropriate. Oh. This is where we're at now after the okay. pandemic. So it got, it got your Mortal Kombat fix. Because you're, you're oh a gosh. Mortal Kombat fan. I you am. And a, Ken are, yeah. I am a fan. I like the 90s Mortal Kombat film. Annihilation was okay. I really like the original. And so this, 
I was so genuinely surprised that I liked it as much as I did because at first when we saw the little gif of the get over here, I was like, I don't like hearing it not in the original voice. <laughs> and so that was like, oh, no, I'm not going to like this movie. But I loved it. And I like the story. And it, this movie is more of a prequel. It's not a reimagining of the first one because there's no tournament in this there's it's Mortal Kombat, but there's no tournament. Spoilers, but yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're, Mortal Kombat. Who we're cares? spoiling. It. Yeah, people die, <laughs> yeah. heroes rise up, champions are crowned. We get it. There's no tournament though, so I this is feels more of like a prequel film. Um, it's an origin story. Yeah, like an or it is a prequel origin story, and it really is setting up the next movie's big tournament with some of these core characters and some of the core characters are what you expect for the first one um, to see there, but not all of them. I liked some of the new characters they introduced. It was, it was all good. It was all good. Okay. You guys may pretend not to like it now, but secretly you love it. Go ahead. Mm, there's nothing secret about it. I wasn't a big <laughs> fan of this one. <laughs> um, I, I did like the moments with the action though. I thought, you know, the action all looked good, and especially when they, you know, leaned into the Mortal Kombat aspect of it and had the blood and guts and, you know, the, the spines being shown and the holes that you could see through. Cody's yeah. words, not mine. The lady holes. Uh, the lady holes, again, her words, not mine. Uh, you know, that stuff was all really entertaining. But I felt like I felt like this uh, movie somehow focused too much on the plot instead of, like, a lot more of the action like it didn't lean into the action as much as it should have and because the plot is you know pretty basic and i think that's not too surprising when it comes to you know this type of movie uh it just falls flat for me no the action was great literally every character that appears on screen either introduces themselves or is introduced by someone else it doesn't come up naturally in conversation oh there's no natural (laughs) And, and again, this is the type of movie where you probably expect that, but since they focus too much on the characters and the plot, like it just, it it, cr- it made me cringe. Kyle, I am really Scorpion. Kyle, we saw. I am Scorpion, a- and here is the plan, and this is no- what the plan will be. And I am you no will longer train. by Lee. I am Sub Zero. <laughs> the guy literally changed his name. Yeah, on I like camera. it. He can't just be Sub Zero. Why not? I, I don't. I don't need it spoon fed to me. They can fight. Yes. Very simple. One person on one planet fights another person on another planet. That's it. Not other planets. It's other realms. Nerd alert. (laughs) Same difference. No. I'll I'll make this comparison with Godzilla versus Khan. I feel like that movie did a good job of, yes, having a basic story and basic characters, but the movie knew to focus more on the monsters fighting and more of like the big budget action aspect of it and have the story move away when it needs to at the right times here with mortal Kombat, i feel like it's reversed to where there's not enough of that action so you notice this plot a lot more and it just becomes uh underwhelming they had such a high cgi blood budget how many action scenes we saw a gal get cut in half with a hat that turned into a table saw I, it's I, amazing i remember blood in the beginning and the end but the middle there really wasn't much happening in the middle what yeah. What? <laughs> no. That's that's how I remember I, it's, it. It's bloodless fighting in the middle. I give you that. It got a little slow, a little too got a like PG thirteen. Find your <laughs> find your soul power, whatever they called it in sure. the movie. It you know. Find, find your inner Karen. Yeah. 
<laughs> find, find your Karen. And so I did think it slowed down a little bit there. Was it really the word Karen? No, it was like, no. <laughs> you like looked at me and pointed and you're like, that's it. That's the word. I was like, I was that's making. A good, I meant that's a I, good substitute. I was making a, a good joke. I was making yeah. a joke there. I wasn't paying Lob that, that much. that one out there, huh? I wasn't paying that much attention. <laughs> But it really like dials it back at the end. And I liked the story. I did not like, okay, I will put some criticism on this because I'm just not uh, all rose glasses on this. Rose-colored I did, glasses. Yeah, I didn't like that a kid dies in the beginning. I never liked that. I, I actually was like, like that beginning scene a lot. Oh, Kyle. That was just I was heart- like, all right, we're getting it. We're all right. Heart- it's good I liked good. all of the blood after that scene. That yes. was fulfilling. Then, <laughs> then it got a little slow in the middle, and I didn't like how everybody somehow gets magic modern powers. I did, but the, that that stuff would be forgiven if this wasn't like really focusing on the plot as much. Like it's like I can go so far when it comes to you know just being like, how did that work? Ah, who cares? I'm I'm in it all the way, but. It just doesn't lean too much into that aspect for me. I was trying to focus more on story, which I get. Like, try to make a video game movie or try to make a video game into a movie is hard. And you always want to make the story as good as possible. We're making the universe here, Kyle. But here with Mortal Kombat, I don't think you need to worry about that. And I think they did worry about that a bit too much and it didn't work. No, this is the Godfather trilogy in reverse. Like, this is the one (laughs) with all all the characters are there. Right. The premise is there. And then it's like, Okay, wait until the next movie. <laughs> it was like Godfather one and two are going to follow this. It wasn't like they have this nailed. I love how the characters are good. The next movie the is going to be good. set up so good, it was, and it's going to have the tournament. And oh, I'm just so excited. Yeah, it wasn't until the middle of the movie where I was like, "Wait a minute, where's the combat part? Where's the tournament?" And then I realized yeah. that they're not getting to that. They're yet. not getting. And I was to that. like. Okay. Um, you Sequel, also kept not knowing who his family was in the film. I'm like, Kyle, it's the wife and the daughter. You're oh like, yeah, who I are thought, these people? I thought the main well, character's uh, <laughs> wife and daughter was her, his like girlfriend and sister for some you reason. Didn't, well, those were the only two characters that didn't overtly identify themselves. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they <laughs> I really am your sister. Yeah, they didn't say their names at, you know, point blank like all the other ones did. So maybe that was the problem. Hmm. They didn't give it to me as direct as everyone else did. Well, I still really enjoyed it. That's, How weird that's, is it that you, you I enjoyed should, it like, and you guys didn't? Because I do not, not like movies like this usually. But this is this is also like your cup of tea when it comes to Mortal Kombat. Like you have yeah. a history with the games and with the movies. Me, like games kind of, but not so much like with anything else. So I get it though. Like it, you know. Dun, 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 dun. I love the Mortal Kombat theme. Mortal Kombat. It's just such a '90s kid <laughs> thing. I'm sorry. It brought back so much nostalgia. I just liked it. I'm just I surprised like you didn't did shout it. Like you just whispered okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Just rank them and let's let's move on. Okay. Get everybody out of here on. Obviously, the first Mortal Kombat is the best one. They win the tournament. They okay. save Earthrealm. And they and they get the bad soul sucking guy at the end. I love that one. This one is the new one for, that comes out today is definitely number two. It has elements of that first one, but more of a prequel. It has all the really good characters plus some new ones. Modern fighting. I mean, the fighting is just fantastic in this one. There's some good. 
combat stuff happening yeah. in there. Less emphasis on white characters and more on Asian characters, and I really like that, too. I did, too. Yeah. Makes a lot more sense. And then Annihilation is probably the my third least favorite one i know it was like the big emperor <laughs> they were going against the big emperor guy in it but i don't know i just felt like the heart it wasn't in annihilation like it was in the first mortal Kombat. gotcha all right that's the official mortal Kombat yeah. ranking then from cody <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> I, we did it <laughs> i need another one i'm gonna have to watch it again i'm keeping hbo max for a while <laughs> This I guess tough. I'm buying more tickets from another month's worth at least. If you'd like to be the next one in line, please comment on the, <laughs> on our social media and yeah. we will be buying $15 worth of tickets from you. I can't <laughs> wait to see how this goes. <laughs> I know. And I got to find more bad movies to make Ken watch at night with oh me. Oh God. What else was on there that I was like, Ooh, got excited for we should not be promoting hbo max even i'm no. gonna say that jeez cody <laughs> aquaman is next probably oh aquaman's not good all right <laughs> i'm gonna get us out of here then <laughs> uh thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the off the break podcast you can find us on all podcast platforms and over at silverscreeninsider.com where if you're a theater owner or manager need to know about the upcoming film slate and need marketing assets for those movies head on over to that website and everything will be available for you there yeah i wanted to just point out that we updated the dashboard on silver screen insider and now there's a nice dashboard box that shows our recently added assets yep so if you are looking for something or something catches your eye check that it'll be in our newsletter and you can link right to those assets so It'll be great. We're making small changes here and there to improve your experience on SSI. Yep. Hope you guys like it. Yeah. If anybody has any um, great ideas for me to temporarily injure both of my eyes, <laughs> please share those with us so I don't have to watch these horrible movies with Cody. <laughs> oh, I'll make you listen to them. Eyes, ears. And then if not, I will act them out with you in the thing. So you have to guess what movie it is. Uh, interactive <laughs> i just want you to be a part of my life kid <laughs> goodbye everyone bye <laughs>